Welcome back to the second half of this morning's Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors here on KWSN Sioux Falls and the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo. We are excited to welcome this segment's guest, a friend, a mentor, and someone who has been incredibly influential when it comes to student angling throughout the upper Midwest. Jimmy Bell, president of the Student Angler Organization. Jimmy, welcome to Gone Outdoors. Thank you, guys. It's great to be with you guys once again. I've always enjoyed it. Uh, You and Scotty do an amazing job, and it's just fun to get out and be able to talk about some of the things that we get excited about. Well, we all love being out there fishing ourselves, but the second best thing, and we say this a lot, is being able to talk about it. And uh, this is an exciting topic Jimmy, you've you've been involved in the student angling movement here in the Midwest really since since it kind of took its foothold. Can you share with our listeners just a little bit about kind of how that development over the past five, 10 years took place? Yeah, sure can. It's, uh, you know, it all started, I'm going to say it's almost six or seven years ago. Jason Barr and myself uh, sat down with a group of people and said, you know, we need to look at some student angling alternatives um, starting out in the state of Minnesota is what we're looking at. And we really wanted to make them catch record release events, uh, which aligned very well with, you know, the DNR and many other flavors that came along with it. As soon as we got started, we decided, well, we need to find some partners, right? So uh, we went out and Rapolo was one of the first ones that got on board. Uh, we had our first meetings really at their facility. And then Jason Oates, who at the time was director of marketing at Lund Boats, um, became probably the, the biggest pusher of anybody to help this whole thing get started without his support and his passion that matched with our passion. I don't know if we would be where we are today. And then it's just continued to evolve, to be honest. Before the student angler organization, high school angling was just starting and it was growing. And I got to believe that the reason for the student angling organization is a lot of kids, if they didn't have high school angling in their community, they didn't really have that opportunity where now you have that opportunity to every kid in Minnesota. Yeah, you're spot on. You know, without that opportunity, a lot of the kids that we work with and a lot of the schools that we've help get started. You know, we think there's probably in the neighborhood of 170 schools that are around the state now. But without those getting started, those kids many times are the outdoors kids, right? So they hunt, they fish, they do these things. They may not be the football players or baseball players, uh, but it gave them something to really feel part of. And when it gets involved with the schools like Brainerd themselves and what Jason and his team were able to do up there, Um, You know, they have pep rallies, they have everything. And now all of a sudden, those kids have a sense of ownership with that school that they probably didn't have before. And that connection is very important. It's big. It is really big. Just seeing the influence that uh, the student angling opportunities provide to students. It's uh, it's amazing. Jimmy, as we look at that time frame we were talking about here the last six, seven years, things took off in a big hurry. But then we were you know, all of us, we know we were faced in 2020 with something we didn't expect. We were faced with COVID. How did that influence where student angling went from, from that point forward? Yeah, it, and it, it did. And it really, 
the amount of parents that contacted us when COVID came around, and I'm going to honestly say begged us to come up with something so these students would still have something that they could do, right? Because everything pretty much ended. You know, you didn't have school, all the sports were gone, um, and fishing as an outlet that they could continue to do. And what happened is we had some conversations, and part of it was with, I know you had her on just recently, our commissioner, Sarah Stroman. I had conversations with her and Bob Meyer and said, how can we do this? And it really came down to that we would need to do virtual events. And what that meant was um, we could hold our events, but we had to have virtual meetings, uh, we allowed kids to go to any lake, we couldn't have get-togethers and get scales, so we had to change apps that we had. We used the real Lival app, and at that time we were using scales, we couldn't hand out scales, and we decided to go totally virtual. And really that opened up a whole new door for us. Um, we thought it would be just during COVID. We did it the first year. And then they allowed people to start getting together and we could hand things out and have meetings. But Sarah really pushed us to continue with the virtual events. And it has been a boom across multiple states. Because if you think about it, one of the things that's the biggest challenge with tournaments is having all these boats on one lake, right? The lake associations don't like it. The DNR doesn't like it because you're plugging ramps. Um, when you do virtual events, you don't have any of that. These kids, ages five to graduated senior, can fish with another kid, or they can fish with an adult, a family member, whatever, and they can pick a lake, river, stream, as long as it's publicly accessible, and they can fish from a boat, a canoe, a kayak, or shore fish. So we expanded that whole virtual idea to include a much larger group of people. Um, many times making it just fun events. We partnered with Shields, who's just been absolutely amazing for us. And we give away prizes at each one of the events. So we have a virtual meeting on a Thursday night. Tournament happens on a Sunday. Then we have morning prayer and national anthem Sunday morning, virtually again. We do it in Zoom and live on Facebook. And then we have awards in the afternoon. And what we do with their Shields gift cards is approximately, oh, 30,000 per event. Um, so we'll give out, or excuse me, 5,000 per event. We'll give out $150 gift cards at each event, but we draw them randomly. So really these virtual events are more for fun, to let kids have something where they can go and join the outdoors, still have an opportunity for a prize. We still, uh, trophies that we give out, and it's really been an amazing way to engage with the students, but I will say more importantly, or just as importantly, re-engage the parents. So these kids have actually re-engaged their parents into fishing where maybe they had walked away for a while, and that's pretty awesome to see. Awesome is right on the money, Jimmy. That is awesome. And and seeing the families, again, we talked last segment with Scott McIntoon from the Minnesota DNR. He talked about getting families involved in the outdoors. This is another venue where families can participate together. They can, they can participate from their family cabin or a resort or wherever they might happen to be. What a, what a great venue for that. 
Um, we've got about a minute and a half left, Jimmy, and I want to make sure we get this information out because a lot of our listeners may be interested. If they or someone in their family, a uh, young or student angler, is interested in participating in some of these virtual events, we've got a whole slate of of events this summer. Where do they go to find the information and get signed up? Great question, Kyle, and it's very simple. There's one place that you would go, and it is our website, which is www.studentangler.org. So studentangler.org is the website. You can also find us on Facebook under the Lund Virtual Fishing League, where we've got a lot of information. But it's all out there for them to get. And we'll be down at the Northwest Sports Show in Minneapolis. If any of your listeners are out that way, stop down and see us. We'll talk to them about it there as well. You know, Jimmy, we've got a lot of listeners in North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, down into Iowa and even into Nebraska that listen in on our Sioux Falls station. This is not bound by a uh, geographical boundary per state, right? Anybody within earshot here of Gone Outdoors can participate. 100%. And we've had people from down in Missouri any of your listeners are welcome to get on board. Come and fish with us. They'll have a blast. They got an opportunity for some great prizes, and they're just going to be teaching themselves a lifelong sport. Jimmy, thanks for spending some time with us this morning. We appreciate it. Um, folks, stick around. We're not done yet. We will be back with more Gone Outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> 